This is Midday Classics on WSKG. I'm Bill Snyder. The Cayuga Chamber Orchestra is starting a new season, and I'm pleased to welcome the music director, Cornelia Lemley Orr. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Tell you. I always enjoy talking with you. Oh, it's always nice to be talking to you, and this looks like a very exciting season. It is, and it's also our 45th season. So the Cayuga Chamber Orchestra is having a kind of an anniversary. We already had our first concert, which was a chamber concert uh, played by our wonderful string players. And now the orchestra opening night is coming up on Saturday, October 23rd in Fort Hall at the Ithaca College. We are going to perform Smetana's Overture to the Bartered Bride. Now, it's always like when you do programming, there's a million of pieces that you could choose. But what we wanted in this place was a happy kind of a firework to start the season because the full orchestra hasn't been together since March 2020. We had a kind of an orchestra setting in June, but that was a much smaller group. So now we are going to have the full orchestra. And Smetana's Bartered Bride really starts like an explosion at the beginning. And then uh, the strings get to show off like they're sparkling virtuoso playing. And then there's uh, some Slavic folk dance sounds in it. It's really, as I said first, a firework of happiness and of joy. And that's how we wanted to start our orchestra season. Then we're going to Barber's Violin Concerto with Christina Bui as our soloist. Tina is our concertmaster and she is playing on a Stradivarius violin that she has on loan from the Juilliard School of Music. This work, I think, is one of my favorite pieces of music ever written. Like the first and the second movement are extremely lush. And if you have heard Tina play before on that Stradivarius, that will will take you and touch you in a way that I can't even describe in words. And then the third movement is a very fast virtuoso kind of lots of strings of pearls that go around fun, fun piece. And then second half, what better piece after one and a half years than Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 5. And of course, everybody knows it. And what I find so, so good about it now in hindsight as well is like the Morse code, like the short, 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 long is the Morse code for the letter V. And during the Second World War, it was used by the Allied forces to promote that there will be victory. So, for example, in England, the timpani player played those rhythms like before every news of the day. So they played that over and over again. So we for victory and hopefully for us in that point, it's the victory uh, over that pandemic sometime soon. And the first movement, everybody knows. And then the second movement is a very lyrical, gorgeous set of variations. The third movement is a fast scherzo type thing. You will hear a lot of bass and cello playing there. 
uh, which is really nice because we have such great bass and cello sections and they, they will get to show off there. And then, of course, the last movement is a celebration of victory, a very, very festive movement. So I think those three pieces will make for a lovely, lovely opening night. And of course, as I always say, you can listen to those pieces on recording, but the sparkle and the energy that you get in a live performance can never be duplicated in any kind of, of a recording. So I'm excited. I haven't been in Ithaca since uh, June and I, I miss everybody and I miss the, the beautiful town. Then in November, we are going to have a guitar concerto by Rodrigo and Jordan Dodson is going to be our soloist. He's a young, incredibly talented guitar player. And then the second half will be Schubert Symphony Number no. 5. Also a very sparkly, very, very elegant piece of music. For the holidays, middle of December, we're going to team up with our youth orchestra. So some of the pieces are going to be side by side, which will give those young musicians a great opportunity to perform with the professional orchestra. And we have done such things before, and it's always amazing a, the a, incredible, outstanding youth orchestra that uh, Cayuga Chamber Orchestra has under the direction of Kirsten Marshall, but then also how those young musicians play up to the level of the professionals. And for the professionals, it's also very inspiring, that enthusiasm and that joy. So I think that's going to be a very interesting concert, many different styles of music, just a celebration of several cultures, uh, holiday celebrations. Then in January, our youth orchestra will play their winter concert uh, on their own. That's on January the 8th. And then when we come to winter, we are going to go to several chamber concerts and what we're trying to do in our chamber series is highlight uh, musicians from our orchestra in smaller groups so you're gonna hear them in a much more intimate setting but also you're gonna hear those musicians as soloists because if it's three four five six people you don't just hear a whole string section but you hear each individual musician uh, we're going to highlight our uh, wind players with a Harbins and Wind Quintet that was written in uh, 1938. Or sorry, he was uh, a 20th century uh, composer. And it's a classical simplicity when you listen to it, but it's extremely challenging to play. So... If it's played well, the audience is going to think it's just a classical, easy kind of piece. And I know that's going to happen with our players. Also on the program is Dvorak's uh, Piano Trio Number no. 2, which, as a contrast to the Harbinson, is a very warm, lyric uh, first movement, then a lively dance. You have... Slavic folk elements in it, like you so often have in Dvorak. So a program from many different colors and styles. Then in March, we are back to the orchestra. 
We're going to perform a prayer and celebration by Augusta Reed Thomas. It's a very intimate song with beautiful lyrics and prayerful lines with gorgeous harmonies. And oftentimes it's heard as kind of an homage to Mahler. The main piece on the program is going to be the chamber version of Mahler's Symphony Number no. 4. It is a very, very beautiful setting. And maybe if you were at the June concert where we did a chamber version of Stravinsky's Firebird, you can imagine that a work gets much more transparent when you put it just for chamber orchestra. So you will be able to hear all the interesting lines and intertwinings that Mahler is so famous for. We're also going to do a piece by Cantaloupe. It's called Jean d'Auvergne. And it's a, it's a gorgeous setting of songs in the language of the Occitan, which is the south of France. Uh, I think gorgeous, gorgeous songs. I didn't know them before. Our soloist uh, brought those to our attention. Then we're going back to chamber music. The program is going to be called Inspired Music. We're going to do a piece by Valerie Goldman. It's called Zigan. She is uh, the creator and the part of the Inami Winds. And it's a it's a really, really fun, fun piece. It's like high-charged high and passionate, passionate. And it takes us through the journey of Eastern Europe by music. Then we're going to do a really cool piece that I've had on my wish list for so long, but you need the right players to do this. It's called Vox Balenae. It's the voice of the whales by composer Crumb. And it's written for three masked players. So it's an electric flute, an amplified piano and a cello. And the composer was inspired when he heard uh, recordings of the whales. So there's this kind of sounds coming in. It's very, very fascinating, not just to hear, but also to watch. Then we're going to do Beethoven. So we go coming from more modern pieces to what I call a war horse. We're going to do the piano and winds quintet. So it's piano, oboe, clarinet, bassoon and horn. And it's the only uh, piece he wrote for that kind of instrumentation. And he was only 26 years old when he did it. Then a string chamber concert with Shostakovich's quartet number no. three and Mendelssohn's quintet number no. one. You might be wondering what Shostakovich and Mendelssohn have, have in common. Why did we pick those two pieces? Both of those composers and pieces have been strongly influenced by Beethoven. So you will hear the connection, even though when hearing those two names, it's not that obvious. Then in June, another highlight, our closing orchestra concert. We're going to do a World Commission by Seth Grosshandler, and it's dedicated to Percy Browning. He wrote this piece for the Cayuga Chamber Orchestra. It's called a Cayuga Overture. It's gorgeous, gorgeous music. Very interesting how it's written, 
but still not the hair raising, oh, I, what in the world is going on uh, kind of style of music that some people fear when I say it's a world commission, a uh, world premiere, but it's very listenable while also challenging. Uh, so it's, it's just a great, great piece. Sometimes almost a little bit of French influence. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to working with this gentleman for the first time. Then we're gonna do the Nielsen Clarinet Concerto. That's strings and then a snare drum solo and the clarinet solo. So you will get to hear our percussion player on the snare drum in a very prominent way. Michael Wayne from the Boston Symphony is going to be our soloist. And then we close with Mendelssohn's Scottish Symphony. Again, a very festive last movement, like we opened with the Beethoven. We close with a big symphony with a very festive, festive ending. In addition, we still do the library concerts and a lot of other educational programs. And we are so excited that we actually get to do, hopefully, all of these kind of things in person again. Well, I want to thank you for joining us for giving that uh, overview of a very exciting season. The Cayuga Chamber Orchestra is opening their season on Saturday, October 23rd at 7.30 in Ford Hall on the Ithaca College campus. If you'd like to uh, find out more, you can go to ccoithaca.org. You can even go there to request a brochure or even download your own brochure. And my guest has been music director Cornelia Lemley-Orth. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Goodbye.